Welcome back to Haunted by Tapes with the Frog Brothers Podcast. Hello, and welcome to Haunted by Tapes with the Frog Brothers Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome. Tonight's feature presentation, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Yeah. Surprisingly, no subtitle there. By the time you're getting to a third one. No, there's a subtitle. Oh, there is? What is it? I don't fucking know. I just saw that when I streamed this shit free on Tubi. I have to look it up now. Oh, fuck. Here he goes, jumping on the internet. Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch out. Better watch out. It's very small subtitle, so that's why. So this one, like, goes full on... It doesn't know if it wants to be Nightmare on Elm Street or Completely Myers. Like, vibes. But, yeah, it's it's very... It's shot well. Like, it's beautiful to look at, but that's about all I'll ask going for it. Um, <clears throat> Bill Mose, Mosley. Seems like a made-up name. <laughs> Plays Ricky. Yeah. Um, Ricky's back. He didn't He really was die. later a sergeant or something in Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. And... Uh, Army of Darkness. He was one of the monsters. In Deadites. It, so it's interesting. It's like the Deadite captain. Um, Richard Mimer from West Side Story, as well as Ben Horn in Twin Peaks. Hell yeah! Also appearing from Twin Peaks, Eric DeRay, who plays Leo. He's actually much cooler in this because he's got that blonde curly hair. Yeah, and from David Lynch's Mulholland Drive. Lara Herring. She's, uh... I believe she's Spanish. Pretty good cast for, uh... Sad I... Third, uh, third movie here. Yeah. Um, kind of starts out with Laura and her doctor. Mm-hmm. It's funny that... Yeah, she's having these crazy dreams. Her name is Laura, and there's two people from Twin Peaks in it who both say the name Laura in it, so it's kind of... Mm-hmm. And Dr. Newberry. 1989, which... I believe Twin Peaks takes place technically in 1989, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, or at least the pilot was filmed in 89, I think. So yeah, so you see Dr. Newberry's interviewing Laura, right? Which you don't get their names right away. I mean, she's having these crazy dreams. So it's already different vibes than the last two movies. Yeah. Besides, they did find a way to shoehorn in plenty of fucking footage from Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 into this. Well, <clears throat> the thing is, about Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 has about 40 minutes or 30 minutes of footage from the first movie. I know, that's why it's hilarious. It recaps it, it all, and he's telling... It starts off similar. Like, he's in a mental hospital telling the story to a doctor. By the end of the movie, he kills the doctor, obviously, and escapes. But <clears throat> then uh, he ends up here, apparently, with a brain jar of some sort up there. A brain jar. After he gets, what do they say, he gets shot six times at the end of the second movie? and like Six, six, six times? Six, sixty, six, six... Six hundred sixty-six times in the head. Some sort of neo skunk thing over here. <laughs> what? He's got the hair. <laughs> Excuse me while I introduce Mister Thick Dick to Mister Urinal Cake. Um, basically, the doctor's trying to get her to contact Ricky, also in a coma. Yeah, because Ricky's been in a coma for six years. Or maybe it was the six years is the coma length. I don't know, but six sixty-six times in the head. Anyway, a part of his head got fucking shot off, so they got this cool glass jar. It's very pinky in the brain esque. Pretty it's pinky in the funny. brain. <laughs> um, I like how she has a braille watch. I've never thought about that before. See her reading her braille watch, and you're like, oh, that makes no, sense. Yeah. Why? Yeah, because you Laura, would have to have a braille watch, otherwise you'd be like, what fucking time is it? 
Laura has a very interesting backstory that I'd like to get into right now. So, Laura oh, is... Oh, which I glad they show you now. Laura is blind, which you don't immediately catch that, right? They're kind of subtle with it as you introduce it. But then later on, you see her seeing a different doctor talking about her upbringing, seeing a therapist, and um, she's trying to figure out her clairvoyancy. And um, you discover that both of her parents died in a plane crash, and she survived and became blinded from it. So, pretty interesting. I guess. I don't know. Random. <laughs> but, like, where, where was her brother at during all that? Was he just not on this flight? Speaking of random, she's uh, trying to talk to the lady at the counter. She won't talk back to her. After she already called her a bitch a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the lady's dead for a second, and she can see that. And then she can't see, and she's back in reality. And uh, Leo is waking her up, and he's like, hey, we're, yeah, I'm here to pick you up. Let's go. Yeah, so she's having these visions that are basically through Ricky, through the clairvoyancy, which is kind of poorly executed, but hilarious. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, interesting when that's happening, because, like, you see these violent visions that Ricky's kind of having or dreaming about, and then, you know, she sees it and then is horrified constantly by going back and forth to being able to see and not being able to see. I missed a lot on this movie also, because it's hard to pay attention when the movie's it's, not it's, holding your... It attention. was a rough it was a rough one. And it's not that it was it was just boring. It wasn't like so bad where you're like, oh man, the writing's terrible. It was just boring. Not so bad it's good. No, it was just boring. Yeah. Really. I mean one of my first notes is is that um the doctor's fucking with Laura in her sleep because he's trying to manipulate her clairvoyancy, right? And they make a big deal about this. And then Ricky gets reawakened by a drunken Santa Claus because this is all taking place on Christmas Eve. Who has some good ass jokes though? He's fucking hilarious. He was the best part of the fucking movie, and he's only who is your like favorite singer? Perry Coma. Yeah. And he says, uh... makes a drinking joke to him as well. I forget which one that one was though. Um. Yeah, I'll get back to that in a second. I think. Oh, maybe not. I didn't write that one down. Oh yeah. Uh, do you want to drink? Oh, I didn't realize vegetables don't drink. <laughs> yeah, vegetables don't drink. And you're like, yeah, Jesus. Pretty funny. Um, and then Leo's introducing... I'm calling, I'm just calling him Leo. I'm sorry. I don't know his name. Leo in Twin Peaks. Chris is the brother's name. Well, I'm calling him Leo because okay. it makes me happy. And Leo Jerry introduces... There you go. Jerry mm -hmm. to Laura. Uh, I got this far. Now I'm stumped. No, wait, wait. I got this. Don't be fucking taking a breath like you're about to talk. Do you not want me to fucking talk in these reviews? And you're like, God damn it, I watch this movie, I want to... She's basically a bitch to Jerry. She says, like, Jerry says something like, oh, your brother tells me you're psychic. And she's like, yeah, well, my brother tells me you give good head. She didn't, she didn't say my brother. I assume he's the brother. I don't know. Yeah, that's her brother, is what it's all said as anyway. So that's her brother, and then they're going to see their granny on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And then some of this, I, I, I legit fucking... Don't know what happened on it because I, yeah. I just couldn't fucking. My stay next note is that Rick, Ricky is hitchhiking after he escapes the hospital because mm -hmm. he kills that guy and he doesn't take the Santa suit. Which no, I'm like, why? Not? I was really disappointed in that. That was the one thing I was looking forward to. And then later on, you're just like, wait, he just has this chrome dome. And they're like, hey, we put the special effects on. We can't put the Santa hat on him because we got this glass. You don't dome have to put the Santa hat, but at least the costume and the beard or something would. Yeah, the it. costume would have been great. The jacket, at least. Yeah. Fuck red pants. I don't care. Um. 
Yeah, so... And then he's having dinner with the old lady, is my next note. <laughs> Which is their grandma, that he psychically hears her tell them directions to where they're going, so he just heads there, I guess, is what mm-hmm. the, Yeah, he what heads there, too. There. And then and he gets there early, and they're like, oh, poor guy, we'll hang out with him and feed him dinner and shit. Yeah, shit, like, Granny's really kind to him, you know? Granny's great for him. Um, um, you get this bit... <laughs> I like how we said that in stereo. So the, you get the flashback of the end of the second movie when they're driving by the same school where the, uh, the I don't know if it's orphanage or whatever they call it. I don't remember the... We watched these last year, so I'm not I'm not on point with this. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel that. But, I mean, they're basically rehashing that, so you're trying to get the vibe from the last one here if you're really into these. But I love it that once they realize that Ricky killed two people at the hospital, you know, everyone's all, all trying to freak it out, and they're, like, realizing what's going on, and then... Um, I almost was like, is this another basket case movie where they're going to be psychically connected because it's fucking a relative? I was expecting that. You're almost expecting to go that route. And and I couldn't tell you if they did go that route because I wasn't paying enough attention. Well, Jerry and Chris have a hot bathtub scene. Damn, I missed that. Is that any good? She gets all topless in the bath and he's sitting there and joins her in the bath and then she turns around and... Does he hang dong? I don't know. They don't show his ding-a-ling-a-dong. Oh, so he doesn't then. I guess not. Maybe Showing it is hanging dong. Yeah, no, they didn't show it. No, well, they should have. I, I, I thought you were referring to the size of his member. No, I'm just saying, is he hanging dong? Yeah. Which just means, is he showing me his penis? No, he does not show his ding-a-ling-a-dong. All right, I guess. Anyway, so then, you know, they got to fight off Ricky because he's there at the house. And uh, they do some pretty much basic tropey stuff. He... Breaks his the hand grandma gives the... him a present at one point, and then I think he kills her right after. That's yeah. literally my last note. I didn't even realize he killed her. I just remember him fighting he... everyone else later. <clears throat> I think I just assumed he killed her because that's when he snapped. Was when I, I, didn't, the I didn't even catch that part. <clears throat> I, just... I have no more notes on the movie. <laughs> I got one page of notes, and I was disappointed because the first one's like a real special fucking piece of shit. The second one's a special piece of shit in its own right, and this the spe- one just The second like... one is like... It's on par with the room for me. It's that bad. It's so hilarious because it just keeps <laughs> this weird laughing is throughout the whole movie, and it's man, it just gets funnier and funnier. That movie. This one has none of that. Like you get that one. Their stories scene. have none of that. The drunken Santa Claus is the best, and then Leo, aka Chris, <laughs> is you know fighting off these people, and you know winds up saving his sister at the end. He gets killed. Yeah. And, like, she's there, like, mourning his loss, basically, at the end, because, you know, she's blind. You can't kill the blind girl in a movie. I don't even know what happened to Jerry. Did she die, too? I have no idea. I don't know what happened to anybody. Did he? How many people did he even kill? I couldn't... I don't remember one, so he that's killed, how bad this guy. He killed two people at the hospital, and then he killed the granny. Oh, I remember him killing the drunk sin at the hospital, And obviously. then Chris, yeah, so there's, like... So, assumably, the granny, Chris, assumably, Jerry, too, then... And it's way less violent than any of the other ones. There's, like, way less gore and stuff in this. And you're just like, what are you doing with the... What kind of assholes review a movie and don't even watch it? I mean, we tried. We just couldn't (laughs) get through it. And it's not that it was like, oh, we stopped watching it. And it was on. My brain was just like... Yeah, my brain was like, this is interesting. But Twitter is also interesting. Yeah, you're just and like more interesting than this movie is right now. Casually doom scrolling away, and like I even tried pausing it when I had something going on, and I'd go back to it and I'd be like, "Huh." 
because I watched about half of it last night. And I Reading watched... about it on IMDb was more interesting than watching it, so I definitely did that. Yeah. Uh, actually, if you're looking to watch this movie, watch the first two, read the synopsis of this one, and then skip right to four. I don't know how four is yet. We're going to watch that next year. And there's five. But We're, we're doing getting... four this year. Oh, okay. We're watching it next. That's for next week, baby. Fuck yeah. Well, anyway, you'll hear how that one is. So. Yep. Five we'll do next year, though. And obviously they got somebody else playing Ricky, too, so when they try to do these flashback scenes, it's annoying because they don't have any of the same cast. Everyone's just like, oh, I think I can write a sequel to that. Sounds yeah. a lot like a fan film conversation we had recently, except this one is the best shot of the three so far. I mean, I'd rather watch this than Ghostbusters Hell Fury any day. Well, who the fuck wouldn't? I mean, I And think it doesn't anyone... exist, so the chances of me having to watch this again over that are pretty likely anyway. <laughs> it's a pretty chance, pretty high chance that that's going to happen. <laughs> um... How long have we been going? That determines if I'm done with this episode or not. 12 minutes. Well, I don't know what else to say about this movie. I mean, I think watch the first two, and then uh, this one you can kind of have on in the background. If you're like doing some cleaning or something, you don't really need to pay attention because you're not really going to remember it. And then you really just need to watch it to save watch it to get to the fourth one. I mean, I mean that's the whole reason we watch this, right? There's four and five, so you're like, okay, the third one's got to be something... To get us to these next ones, right? But they're all something completely different. Like, it's one thing for the movie to just be a little bad, like the first one is. But it's an old slasher movie, and it's still pretty good in that, right? And then the second one is just comical and hilarious take. And then this one is the boring one. And I don't know what 4 is going to be. Um, But you never know, because there's some franchises where they start out bad, then they get good. And there's some that start out good and then get worse and then get better again sequelitis can have that ebb and flow right and this is just one that's and i don't even want to say it's bad it's just not memorable because i don't remember watching anybody that's on shows like twin peaks or any of these other great pieces of art that you're just like oh this person's terrible you're just like no this movie's just boring yeah and then that's the summary it should be called silent night boring night <laughs> <laughs> Silent Night, Uneventful Night In. Yes. Part three. Silent Night. <laughs> Take an Ambien and see if you can jerk off before you fall asleep. <laughs> Silent Bob and Jay. Basically. Um, yeah, now we're just saying things to say them. I have no, no other content Feller. for you guys tonight, so... Like, subscribe, and watch something more entertaining than this movie, and uh, that should be everything on our fucking channel. Fucking so 100%. You're welcome. Uh, you know, have a good night. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Frog Brothers Podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it if you could like and subscribe if you're listening on YouTube. And if you're listening on the audio feed on Spotify or Apple or Twitch or wherever you listen, tell your friends and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube at youtube.com slash thefrogbros. Hit us up on Instagram at frogbrospodcast, on Twitter at bros underscore frog, on TikTok at frogbrospodcast, and follow us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group, Frog Bros Video, by searching just that, Frog Bros Video. Hit request to join and you'll be approved. We have shirts available. The link is in our Instagram bio and below in the description. And you can find stickers on Etsy at Frog Bros, all one word. Additionally, if you'd like to give us a call and leave a voicemail soon, our Patreon will be live and we'll be posting monthly responses and reactions to the voicemails. Dial 816-832-5388.
This is Laura Summer, the original Janine Melnitz on The Real Ghostbusters, and you're listening to the Frog Brothers Podcast.